Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to this podcast that doesn't have a name yet. My name is Kristen, and I'm going to be your host and narrator through this experience that we're experiencing together. Um, this is gonna be my this is gonna be my first foray into the podcasting world, and I've been thinking about it for quite a few years now. But I've decided to finally hunker down and talk about things because I enjoy talking. <laughs> the people that I know that I've asked would love to hear a podcast from me. So I'm really excited to actually have something to talk about. So um, let me flip my notes over. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about failure because... This is going to come as a big shock to some of you guys that are listening that are my friends and know me. I got fired today. Yes, you heard that right. I, Kristen, got fired. Because the reason that this is a shock is because I never get fired. Ever. I hate the concept of it. I don't think it's a it's great. It's not a good look on anybody. It ruins my reputation of being a good employee. Um, By this time I did, I got fired. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that and my mindset behind being fired, what happened, why, and the reasons why I'm not as upset as I should be. So this is a disclaimer. I'm not an expert. This is my first time being fired less than a year out of college. I am a baby little 22-year-old, and I don't know a lot of things about life. But according to my friends, I give really good advice, and I love sharing with people. And I think that's going to be a common motif through this episode. Is motif the right word? I hope it is. Anyway... I don't want to sound like I'm coming off of a soapbox and like I'm preaching at you to do anything a certain way. If, thanks car horn, if I am, please DM me. If you're my personal friend, text me, let me know. I want to have that feedback just because I want to be a better, first of all, person and a better podcaster because now that I'm fired, I've got a lot of time to just talk about whatever I want. And hopefully you guys will listen. Um, yeah, so without further ado, that being said, let's talk about how I got fired. So I was called into a big fancy meeting room in my office this morning. And I was told because I didn't meet productivity standards, I would be let go. This is this issue at first was kind of sensitive for me because I'd been working at this for the past six months. So I've known they've wanted me to meet this magic number of a goal since June. I did meet that at one point. I exceeded that at one point. But something my mom instilled in me is that when, this is no shade of the company, by the way, it's when you expect... 100% from your employees every single day, all of the time, that employee is going to get burnt out and that's not going to create a successful and welcoming culture in your company. I can spill all the tea on that, 
and talk a lot of negative things about that company, but I won't because A, I made some of the best friends of my life there. And B, I hope I said A first, I think that that company is doing really great stuff and I still respect it and I respect all the people working there because they're doing such a kick-ass job. There will be cursing on this podcast. Anyway, so expecting me to perform consistently at this level, which is not a level I normally perform at, was really, really hard. And so because I didn't meet that number, I failed to meet their standards, I was let go. And what I wasn't expecting was that I would be so positive about it. I was expecting like in the movies when you're fired and you think it's unjust that like you start kicking and screaming and acting like Jim Carrey, like the very physical movements. And you get escorted out of the building and you're saying, this isn't fair. And you're just yelling all the time or the whole time you're fired. But that didn't happen. I actually smiled when they said it. And I said that I enjoyed spending my time there and I walked out of that door with a smile. Was I upset? Yes. In the grand scheme of things, was I really? No. And let me tell you why. It's gonna be a long journey into figuring out why. So let's say, let's be honest, I failed to meet their productivity standards. Because I failed to meet them over a certain time period, I was let go. And so thinking about that, I looked up the definition of failure because I wanted a concrete definition to describe to you guys. And it was three words, lack of success. And I love that um, because it gets straight to the point And also it's so broad and so subjective. And I think that's really important to think about in the grand scheme of life. Failure is subjective and success is subjective. It's depending on your views, how you were raised, um, your ambitions, et cetera, et cetera. My success is not going to be my third cousin twice removed success. It's not going to be the stranger on the street success. It's going to be what I feel is success. And what I feel is failure is not what my mother sees as failure. It's not what my best friend sees as failure. Yada, 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 etc., etc. So a good example of this is when you're in school and you're taking tests or when you're getting grades. There are numerous studies showing that the more grades you put on students, the negative psychological effects start to happen and it lowers their self-worth and their self-esteem. And so now there's like trends to grade as little as possible, etc. But I can say each state has a different grading system, but me as a child, my grading system was different because of how I was raised. And so that system or the traditional system that you see in all the movies and stuff is A, which is exceptional, B, which is great, C is average, D, didn't do great, I guess, and F is failing. 
So in my mind, my little eight-year-old mind, A was good. A plus was great. B is better not bring home anything lower than that <laughs> because my terms of success and my standards were so high. Because of this pressure that I put on myself, when I failed college algebra, I was physically upset. I was crying. I had never made a grade in college that low. Later on, I did. But that was the first time I had not done well. And I can tell you, it's because I didn't under in hindsight, I didn't understand math. I wasn't being taught math the correct way. So I didn't want to go to class because I didn't want to go to class. I didn't do my homework because I didn't do my homework. I didn't know what was going on in the tests. All because A, I didn't make the F, I did make some effort to try and understand it, but I couldn't have gone my full to my full potential of trying and understanding and comprehending it. That being said, in hindsight, I hate math. I hate math spiritually, physically, mentally. I don't want to be near a number. Actually, no, I like numbers. If you hear that little bell, that's my cat. I know basic math really well. I know money calculations. I know percentages. I know fractions because a lot of that stuff is memorized. And it's like drilled into you as a child. If you remember multiplication tables, it's like that with me in math, in like basic math. I will tell you an answer right away. But when it's too complicated, don't ask me. When you start putting letters in a thing that's supposed to have numbers, I will not understand it. So how do I, like, I still know the slope of something in a graph is y equals mx plus b, but don't ask me about the distance formula because I know it has a square root in it somewhere. Yeah, that's like beyond me and it's a little bit too complicated of a process for me to remember and constantly succeed at. That being said, Red Cat's using his litter box. I am so sorry for the noise. Um, yeah, I'm not great at math. But I also know now that there are multiple intelligences. That's something I study in psychology. There are, you, there are like eight intelligences. And they all are not what is being tested on any test. So... For me, taking that test, my biggest strengths were musical, social, which is like people to people interaction. And then it was a tie for language, which is written, um, looking at words and looking at memorizing things that are written down. And then I'm smart in the sense that I'm aware of myself and my self-awareness is really great. Um, and that's something I get told all the time not to show off, but I'm great at self-awareness. That's why we're here today. So my lowest surprise, surprise is math. I don't do numbers. I don't do the number logic. I can do like philosophical logic and I can do reasoning, but I can't do it in math form. So that being said, just because I failed college algebra and statistics, because I failed statistics, because that was even worse. Um, just because I failed at the math subjects 
didn't mean I lost my ability to know a perfect pitch and to sing a perfect pitch because I still have that. I won't do it because I don't think you want me to bust in the song. This isn't a musical. But I still know my pitch. I can still sing middle C without any note or prompt. It Just because I don't know my distance formula doesn't mean that I can be really good with empathizing with others. I am exceptional at empathizing with others and connecting with them on different levels. So the big takeaway I want you to take from this whole little sidetrack is if you are considered a failure in one area, you're more than likely a major success in another area. So I'm gonna say it again because that's what people do in podcasts when it's important, they say it again. If you are a failure in one area, you're likely to be a success, a major success in another area. Cool? Cool. If you need to pause that and repeat it to yourself like a mantra, do it. I am all for your self-growth here. That being said, going back to the topic at hand, I was fired today because I failed to meet productivity standards. Cool. We got sirens. We're going to listen to him. We're going to let him go. This is not going to be edited. For my first episode, I didn't want this to be edited at all. So you're going to hear the cat. You're going to hear the sirens. You're going to hear maybe a neighbor. I don't know. Okay. Sirens are gone. Cat's still in his litter box. Anyway, I failed to meet productivity standards. Cool. When they brought us in for training... That was not the main focus of the job. It was brought up in my interview, but it wasn't the priority that it became as I worked. The, they gave us a big spiel during training. It was like hours and hours of worth of presentations on how to be a good employee there, what their vision was, what their values were, and they all kind of brought it into three major buckets, which they did during talent review. And they said they played an equal part. So one of them was productivity, which is being consistent in hitting this number of people that you need to help. Attendance. So showing up on time, being responsible enough to let them know when you're running late, et cetera, et cetera. And then engagement, which is Showing up is one thing. How you show up is another thing. So for me, my this is where, out of all those three things, I shine the most. My greatest joy and my best work was done either because somebody helped me or because I helped somebody else. That's where my joy was. And that's where the social part of my intelligence comes in. And... The looking back on it over these past nine months, the best part of my job was helping new hires and then eventually developing a relationship with them to be their friend by the end of it all. Another siren. I live on a very busy street. (laughs) Um, I used to joke that I was on a very busy street growing up in my childhood. And now I'm like, no, this is infinitely busier. So I might record this in a different area next time. Um, Yeah, my greatest joy 
was developing relationships with my coworkers and becoming more than just their coworker. It was becoming their friend, becoming their mentor, becoming their ally and being somebody that could vouch for them when things got rough. And I'm looking back and knowing that now, if I have to sacrifice that part of the, of any job, I won't be happy because that being social is a core part of my intelligences. It is not math. It is not um, what the productivity part of my job was, just sitting there without talking to anybody and writing emails with my headphones on so I didn't have to hear anybody else talk. That was the only way, when I mentioned earlier how I exceeded those goals, that was the only way I exceeded was by having my headphones in and not talking to anybody at all. So knowing that, going into today, this morning, I was struggling so much. I was debating on whether or not I should quit the job or let it stay a few months longer just because I had like I was looking forward to another opportunity maybe hopefully um and so I was going back and forth with this since August and the more that they started talking to me about productivity and these numbers the more I was like okay I don't belong here this is not the kind of job I want to have if I have to sacrifice human connection for this arbitrary success. But I'm also not a quitter. Everybody that knows me, especially in that workplace and out of the workplace knows I am a workhorse. I do not feel joy if I am not working towards something. So I was not going to up and quit my job, which is apparently a millennial stereotype. It's that if you don't like your job, you quit. I'm not that person. I will work and I will fight my ass off until it's not over until I start singing. So (laughs) that being said, I also love the paycheck. That was a really good part of staying at that job. Um, But being, being let go today and looking back on it, the experience, I... It's probably a weird way to describe being fired because normally people are super devastated in things. While my chest tightened a little bit, it was like two giant cinder blocks were knocked off of my shoulders and I could breathe. Because I was, it was like that burden of stress and figuring out whether I should stay or whether I should go, whether I was really happy or whether I was not happy, that was gone. The only thing that was left was me, my laptop case, and my water bottle. (laughs) And it it was a blessing in disguise. Because now I can focus, well, obviously I'm finding another job, but on more things that bring me joy that I had been sacrificing to stay at that job. I can talk to people more often. I can spend time with the people I love and let them know that I love them and appreciate them and really 
develop the relationships that I built with my coworkers. Excuse me. I can, oh my God, I need water. Okay. The relationships that I built with my coworkers, I can deepen to get to know them more outside of work and to know the person that they are. And that is so exciting. I love knowing about people. I love knowing all your secrets. I love gossiping, but not in a negative way. (laughs) I like gossiping if you're gossiping in a way that leads to a productive answer later on. So that's not gossiping. That's disgusting. Who am I kidding? I love discussion and I love bonding over deeper topics than work. So that being said, after I got fired today, I got a really sweet text from a coworker, right? I'm loading it. And it said, I know you will do great things. And I want to thank you for everything you did for me here. You are a great support and you are my friend now. And so with all that said, I was not a failure for getting fired because of that message and the impact I made on somebody else. I consider this job a giant success. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that little story time um, and I hope you took something out of it. That's something I wanna do. I love telling stories, but I do want to help people and I want to give you some kind of fun life lesson with each episode that I talk about. So um, feel free to DM me. If you know my social media, text me if you have my number. Uh, I will link my social media in some episode notes somewhere, wherever I post this. It'll probably go to SoundCloud first and then Spotify and then hopefully iTunes. And then I'll make a name for this podcast. I'm going to make a name (laughs) before this is released and I'll come up with some more topics and I'll have some more episodes for you guys in the next few weeks. Um, Yeah. If you like this, again, give me feedback. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know what you want me to talk about and share it with somebody who needs to hear it or just listen to it over and over again. Maybe you need to hear it. Okay. Um, Yeah. My cat is demanding attention, so I'm going to go. In the meantime, I'll also work on a sign off. Bye, guys.